Hello, guys. What's up, guys? How's it going? So I hope you can hear us. Usually you can. We usually don't have any problems. But if you can't, please let us know in the chat. Um, so we had a last minute cancellation this week. And we uh, we're either going to throw in the towel and just take the week off or we decide to do this. And we have tons of people email us, sending us private messages, just asking us all kinds of questions all the time. So we figured why not uh, answer some of them. So now's your chance. If you have anything you want to ask us, uh, feel free. Go ahead and put your question in the chat. We have a friend working with us and he's going to be sending us the questions as they come in in case we miss them so we don't have to stare at the chat the entire time. Audio is good. Thank you. Um, before we get started, Starseed Adventures, Sedona, Arizona, December 11th through the 16th. Guys, if you're not going to that conference, you should be. It's going to be amazing. It's not your typical conference to doing a Vortex Tours, Grand T Canyon Tours, uh, the Beam Me Up Ball, which is really fun. Liz did that at the last Starseed Adventures conference. Uh, some great speakers, our friends Jason, Alexis, Laura Van Tyne. Um, uh, I can't even think of everybody. Siobhan Hill, Cassandra, yeah. Abby Lynn, Matthew Mornian. Uh, I'm trying to run them all through my head. Ivan Teller. Mm. Uh, there's going to be some, it's going to be fun. It's not very big, but that's actually the best ones, to be honest. Those are, it's more intimate. It's more fun. So that link is below starseedadventures.com. Grab your ticket. $555 is a full experience package. And just for $9.99, you could get the ticket plus uh, your stay. So I think it's a great deal. It sounds like a lot, but when you actually look into it and see what it includes, it's excellent. I mean, uh, it's a great price. Absolutely. So make sure you head over there, check that out and grab yourself a ticket before it's too late. And it would make a great Christmas gift also. So what's up, Aaron? What's up? Uh, <laughs> You know, it's it's funny we don't do this enough. I feel like maybe we should do these uh, live Q and A's. Uh, I don't know, semi frequently. Yeah, you know? we should start doing these. Uh, it's we're always so booked up with guests and all that stuff, but I think this is a little fun. Uh, it'll be fun just for something a little different for you guys. Um, so, Jace, I'm gonna look into. Uh, let's pull up. Oh, everybody knows. Oh, it's Jace. Jace is the one sending us questions. Um. <clears throat> Okay. So first of all, is there anything that you wanted to cover uh, first, Aaron? Mm, I mean, there's a few things we can cover as far as current events, if you want. And for Tyler's birth, Tyler's birthday is giving the ticket away. I wish it's not my place to give away a ticket, but Tyler's birthday was yesterday, right? So everyone wish him happy birthday. If you haven't yet. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys all for the birthday love online. Uh, it was overwhelming. I know most of you guys wouldn't have known about it if Facebook didn't tell you, but I still appreciate it. <laughs> Tyler just turned uh, 67 years old right. yesterday. So, right. He's, uh, was this supposed to be Billy Carson tonight? No, that was uh, last week, actually. It was a really good episode. So, um, man, yeah, I I'm not going to be able to keep up with the chat the whole time. So, Jace, if you can just keep up. Uh, Jace, you're not allowed to ask your own questions about crypto. Sorry. <laughs> uh, anyway, so, uh, yeah, what were you saying about the current events, Aaron? As I said, we could talk about that first, maybe, and then go into the other questions. Yeah, cool. I will answer two questions right off the bat before we start. Um, one, guys have been asking about a second conference. Uh, yes, that's actually in the works. So we just got back from the conference in Orlando. 
And like a large portion of the people there were actually at our conference or had heard about our conference and the requests were overwhelming. Um, I mean, everyone's like, you have to do another one. Just let us know we're coming. You have to do another one. So we're, we're shooting around some ideas and we're uh, looking at some dates and we might be pulling the trigger on that. So stay tuned, but it is in the works. And the second question that we've already gotten online and under every video is Navwar coming back. Is he okay? Yes, he's okay. He's alive. And he is coming back very soon. Uh, so just stay tuned for that. I know you guys are looking forward to it. So yes, we will be having him back. And yes, another conference is in the works. Potentially, we'll see how it goes, but uh, it should work out. Um, Aaron, what else? What did you, uh, as far as events, current events, what'd you have? Uh, well, we got the Elon Musk mm. buying Twitter, of course, is, you know, everyone's uh, excited or, you know, has something, some opinion on that. Right. Um, I'm going to, what do you, I'm going to ask you, what do you think? Uh, well, I, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think, I, I don't know. I think Elon's a gray hat. I feel like he, mm. he very obvious that he's doing some good things. And it's very obvious that he's doing some questionable things. And he's like that mysterious figure. Nobody knows, honestly, but it's interesting. He walked into the Twitter headquarters carrying mm. the, the kitchen sink so if you guys you don't go. if you guys yeah. don't know what, what's going on with this, so he finally just bought Twitter and he walked into the headquarters carrying a literal kitchen sink and he uh, tweeted about it on Twitter and it said, walking into Twitter HQ, let that sink in. And he did it on 1026, right? So October 26, 1026. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Well, there was a Q drop, Q drop 621 which 1026, if you add that up, it equals uh, 621. There's a Q drop 621 that says, uh, no one can sleep tonight, let that sink in. And it's no coincidence that Q drop 621 equals up to 1026. And on 1026, Elon Musk walks in carrying a little literal sink and says, let that sink in. And, and it's like think mirror. So uh, you got to think, Right. Go what are the chances of the, the same day, the same wording? Mm -hmm. You know, at a certain point, it's just it's beyond just a coincidence. You know, there's something there for sure. I don't know what it is, but there's something there for sure. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, it, there is. Um, it's. I think he's a white hat, personally. Right. I I was on the fence for a long time, uh, and I thought he was a black hat at one point, possibly um because of the Neuralink talk and you know some of the ai talk but i'm starting to think he's he seems like a white hat to me or he maybe he was recruited by the white hats you know which is what i think trump was and that's a whole nother topic but right i think he could have been either recruited by the white hats or been a white hat for longer than we think even um i think you know and it's it's very possible that he's actually from venus or he's and there <laughs> yeah. so he kind of he kind of uh nods that gives a nod to that being the case on joe rogan's podcast i don't remember exactly what it was but there's a couple for instances where he references venus and even the fact that obviously his company is named tesla I think is like telling you without telling you because Tesla, a good point. It, Tesla in the decap, declassified FBI files or documents or whatever it was, 
literally says he's from born on Venus. I mean, it, it says mm -hmm. in the declassified government documents that he's an alien. It does. Yeah. And he thinks that by naming his company Tesla, it's like letting people know like, hey, I'm also from Venus. And he looks like an alien too. Uh, but I think, yeah, I think maybe he's a gray hat. I think he kind of just goes where the wind takes him. I think, I think there's a little saying he's a gray hat at best. Right. Oh, thank you for the donation. Loyal. Grimes. Yeah. Grimes. Yeah. That's one. That's another that's... thing that's like, uh, I don't know. I, I, I think, well, gray hat. I mean, what if he's what, again, what if he, the white hats approached him, gave him the whole story, you know, and they're like, Hey, if you work with us kind of thing. So maybe he's working with, the white hats that hence the twitter buyout hence the q drop stuff right um the media attacking them like they did trump you know it's like you see all the telltale like kind of things do the white hats actually wear white hats probably they wear white chef's hats yeah they all wear <laughs> chef hats. Uh, that's funny uh, I, I hope they do it'd be amazing so actually there are a lot of questions coming in we probably should get to them otherwise um we're not going to uh be able to cover them all but also one other thing I wanted to I wanted to touch on is this Alex Jones business. So oh, yeah. this is a psyop, guys. Now, obviously, this is like the deep state trying to send a message saying uh, this is like what will happen to you if you speak against the truth. Are you spreading misinformation? Blah blah, whatever. Wow, Carrie Tarver, thank you so oh, much for you. that. Thank, thank you, you so much for that. We appreciate it. Oh, uh, yeah, we met you at the conference. You guys are great. Yeah, we had a lot of fun hanging out with you oh, guys. Oh, hey, yeah. Yeah. Um, Thank you so much. So anyway, I, obviously the deep state or whoever's trying to send the message, but I feel like this whole thing's a psyop. They know people are going to get pissed off and angry that Alex Jones is being sued for spreading, quote, misinformation while people like Fauci and the whole Biden administration and the CDC is doing the exact same thing, but provable and they're not getting touched and people are getting angry. I think this is what we would call a trigger event. They know it's going to get people angry and it's just somewhere else to put your energy besides focusing on the actual real issues at hand. Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of like a distraction. Distraction gets you to feed your energy into anger at the deep state in the, in the system rather than creating uh the reality you want to create you know so that's that's a good that actually leads into a good point that a lot of the psyops a lot of what they do is intentionally to get those of us who are awake or those of us who um are kind of on the side of the light for lack of better terms uh to feed our energy into the system by fighting it by getting really angry and and it also distracts us from our own missions, from our own um, creating the reality that we want to create. So it like gets us to like stay in the system and keep feeding it rather than withdrawing our energy from the system, creating our own uh, our own world, you know, rather than the one, the fake matrix they've given us and we keep feeding into it. Right. So it's a whole trick to get us to keep feeding into the matrix, keep giving it your energy, which they feed off of, by the way, and that's a whole other topic. Oh, um that's... so just stop doing that and it doesn't mean don't stand up for what's right and don't you know you can you can you can be an activist you can do um you can take a stand without 
doing that. It's staying, staying in your power and your sovereignty and uh, staying at a high vibration because you, because what they want you to do is lower your vibration down to their, to where they're at. And uh, then they got you, you know, right. They, that's what they, that's what the whole game is. Misery loves company. They want mm -hmm. you miserable with them. All right. Let's start taking some of the questions. Um, okay. I mean, this is a, a, a simple one. How do you guys practice your spirituality? Um, I, this is a, I would have answered this different years ago. Um, I think don't put, don't stress on it too much. Like don't put, uh, how should I say it? Don't take it too seriously is what I've learned. Uh, as far as like all these spiritual practices, like meditating in the lotus position or doing everything perfect or, or not eating meat or whatever the case is, like, don't worry about doing something that looks like what everyone else is doing, because just like a diet or a workout plan, everything is specific to the individual. So find something that works for you. And it doesn't have to be anything that what anyone else is doing or telling you to do. Like you can raise your vibration and meditate and do things that make you happy and align your align you with your mission that doesn't look like anything anyone else is doing. So I feel I feel like there's no right or wrong way to uh, do that. I do think it's important to get your energy flowing and something I've been doing a lot more lately is Qigong. I feel like that's a great way to uh, get all the ener energy centers aligned and just getting that like it's it gets your body, it gets the blood flowing, it gets you moving every day. Uh, kind of clears out any of the stagnant energy. Uh, I don't know if you want to, uh, yeah, yeah. Do, do what makes you happy. Yes, do what makes you happy. Follow your bliss. You've probably heard that. Um, it's true. It's like, if if money wasn't an issue, if, uh, and that's also the whole part of the system is to, they want you trapped in a job you hate, work, you know, working to survive. You're just miserable all the time. You, you're, you're, your energy is depleted all the time. You're just trying to survive. You know, they want you in that state because now you're in a low vibrational state feeding into the system. You're, you, you're now a slave. You'll do everything you're told. Well, you're, what do you do? I mean, what do you do for spiritual practice? What do I do for spiritual? I mean, probably should do more, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just saying that's the question. Uh, yeah, I, I need to get on that more, but I meditate when I, think of it when i can i try to but i need to i need to start doing that every day i think you're already um, always in a meditative state anyway yeah right? well that's the thing <laughs> no i mean you in particular no yeah. i mean uh yeah i think yeah i mean you know meditation doesn't have to look like sitting in a lotus position uh clearing your mind that's one form of meditation but driving you know listening to music can be meditation reading can be yes meditation. guitar practice guitar, has replaced. that's one thing i do also and yeah we both play guitar. it's a great way to channel that energy yes absolutely um, just being out in nature sitting in nature um, going on a walk you know anything i mean that's all just as effective you know and yeah you don't have to um you don't have to actually have i mean it's good to have a practice but yeah and I, I i do try to get outside out in nature as much as i possibly can a lot and that's very healing and very meditative and uh, I, f I can feel, yeah, I always feel so much better, you know, right. I've been, we've been out in nature more. All right. Let's see. Somebody was saying about St. Louis. Is there anything special or paranormal about St. Louis? Oh, there is. There are definitely. Is. There is for sure. I mean, I, I want to get to that, but there's, we're getting sent all these questions. So I'm trying to keep them on the list here, okay. but that'll come up. Uh, that will come up. So is. Do you know about Mona Lisa located on the moon? No. 
No, I thought she, <laughs> I thought she was located in a museum. <laughs> on a painting. Though. Right, in a painting, <laughs> which somebody defiled recently. And uh, I don't know if anyone in the chat has any info on that. No. Mona Lisa on the moon. Are you talking about Mona Lisa herself or the painting? <laughs> or is that a code name? For right, something? exactly. I don't know. Um, okay. We already answered that. Do you think crypto has a role in the future? Take it away, Aaron. That's yours. Uh, yes, in the form of coins like XRP, XLM, XDC, um, possibly HBAR, Algorand. Um, the people call them the ISO coins. Um, they're basically the financial coins that have utility in the financial realm. Uh, and from what I can tell, from what uh, Jace, who is in the chat here, he's the one that got me turned on to XRP, Tyler as well. Um, and he's done a ton of research on it and, and Ripple as well. Um, it looks like crypto is the future, but it's not all like, so right now we have this massive sea of crypto for Bitcoin's the big one. I personally think Bitcoin was a deep state cabal created coin. Um, I think it's going to be going away. Um, and I think XRP, I don't know if it was intentionally created for the future or, or created by the white hats, but I think it is going to be used in the new financial system um, that will be a benevolent one, um, right? regardless of the intentions when it was first created. Um, and there's a lot of research I've done that backs that up, but um, yeah. So I, I think in the form of the coins that are going to be used, they're going to they're have utility and maybe even like Cardano, I think Ethereum's going away for many reasons, uh, but maybe like some of the smart contract like Cardano or Solana uh, as well. The ones that have actual utility, they're going to be actually used for actual real world things and solving real world problems are going to be the ones that are going to stay all the other crypto are basically useless and they're they're i think they're just all going to go away I, and there's going to be regulations that hit at some point um that i think that will be when that whenever they, that happens is when all like 99.9 percent .9 of crypto are gonna so go here, away at that so, point someone says i see uh acio dudes talk about bitcoin being owned by a planetary planetary corporation so that's interesting i wouldn't doubt it there are a lot of coins that people claim are actually named from other planets that we don't know about and they have like a galactic uh origin from a lot of these names these cryptos these coins and stuff mm -hmm. now i think my personal opinion I, I agree with what aaron said but i think ultimately if we're going way into the future i think crypto is a transition currency until we eventually get to a society, a moneyless society. Like whenever uh, we go back to like Lumerian times when there was no actual currency at all. So I feel, mm -hmm. I feel like that's, this is a transition. And that's ultimately where ultimately, we're going. Yes. Especially once all the technology gets released and we are on free energy, we're not paying to live anymore. Like there's going to be no need for money at some point. Right, but, but, but we need a transition to get there. We can't just go from what we have now to immediately no money. That's, 
Right. I don't see how that could work. Well, no, it's a, it's, that's why I said it's a transition yeah. and, and it's a good way to decentralize things and kind of uh, no more power structures, it, central banks. I mean, the central banks are going to be, if, if everything happens, like we hope it does, they're going to be held accountable for all this collusion and everything that's been happening illegally yeah. for years. And a lot of these people are being arrested and we can't forget about all these resignations and even the sealed indictments that we forget about that's still happening right now. Uh, people are stepping down. So while all that crumbles, there has to be a safe place for us to be able to interact and transact our money. Um, mm -hmm. And I feel like in the coming years, crypto is going to be growing more popular and popular. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, I think the the precious metals, the gold and the silver, the yeah. stuff that's been here since day one, that stuff is tangible. And people like tangible stuff. They, they like something that they can hold. And that's never going to lose its value. You know, once the manipulation and the suppression is especially silver, right, especially silver with silver is going to be using all the new technologies. That's it already be, is. It already is. But it's going to be even more. So once all that starts getting, and it's already so suppressed, like, if you don't like crypto, you know, at least I would say, you should probably start investing in silver. Um, right. Because it's just kind of a no brainer to me. It's like, you want to just hold your fiat money that's gonna go away, you know? Right. Um, or invest in something that's going to be very, very- Either, either way, to answer the question, I think it's definitely essential for the immediate future. Yeah. And it's not all bad, but you have to be careful and do your research and but, yeah, find people that you like and get some advice from them. Well, there's a lot of people that also say XRP, and XLM will be like the digital gold and silver. So like XRP will be representative of gold and XRP will be representative of silver. I could see that, that makes a lot of sense to me. Right. Uh, if you wanna invest in one crypto, XRP, I'm sorry. It's just a no brainer. It's gonna be massive. Whether you think it's a deep state or not, it, it's, that's a whole other topic. It's not, it's not a deep state coin. Uh, it's, it's decentralized, you can't control it. Ripple can't control it. Even if Ripple went away tomorrow, it's still going to be have the same utility. It's still going to be there. Um, so the only two options on the planet are the the cabal wins, which is not going to happen. <laughs> it's right. not, and and then XRP skyrockets and it's being used, or the cabal loses and the XRP skyrockets and it's used for the world currency. You know, it's, yeah, it's like it's going to happen no matter what. You know, and so. and let's just pretend like it is. If it, let's just say it is deep state, uh, it's still a good place to invest. I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna invest, you know, use the system against use them. it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Take advantage of that, thank and you. then use it for good. Use the money for good. Thank like, you, Dorothy, for the uh, the donation. Thank you, Dorothy. Thank you, Dorothy. Um, okay, let's go on to the next question. Um, what have been what has been one of your favorite interviews where you learned the most? I would say for me personally, the one of our recent ones was Samuel Chong, uh, the Thea Uber prophecy when we broke down that book. Mm -hmm. That book uh, was very activating for me. It opened my eyes to a lot of new perspectives and it kind of filled in some blanks, uh, you know, that we never had answers for when we're learning about this stuff and, and history and it just made a lot of sense. And I like Samuel. He's awesome. I have a soft spot for him. I think he's on a mission and I really, I really think he's here doing the right thing. Whether or not you resonate with that book or not, there's some great information in there uh, that I personally, it resonates with me. And I mean, there's so many interviews I love, but recently that was one of my favorites. And Billy Carson, that was really awesome actually too. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. Those are my two favorite 
two of my favorite episodes that we've ever done are the Billy Carson and uh, Samuel Chong. Yeah, they were both. Well, that was easy. Phenomenal. So, Thank you. Um, I brief toad venom. <laughs> uh, thoughts? Yeah. Well, we'll get to thoughts on Shiba Inu real quick. Um, I don't know anything about uh, that. I actually had some. I bought some before it started skyrocketing, and then I sold it because I needed money at the time. <laughs> right. And then I'm glad because now it's gone way down since then. And uh, I don't know. I think it's a hyped up meme coin. Um. That's about it. Like okay. it's got it. Supposedly they're trying to make it have some utility and stuff, you know, but right. it's a hyped up meme coin. So yeah, you could, if you buy some now, you could get lucky if it goes up again and sell, but that's about it. Just like Doge. Just By like the way, we are not financial. We're not financial advisors. advisors. Don't buy or sell based on, yeah, whatever. Uh, uh, oh yeah. So Jace was saying, uh, so Jace. Well, uh, got a lot of questions here, so we don't. Well, I was talking it. about XRP and that. So he, Jace has a program that he. Jace, Jace, yeah, Jace yeah. actually, guys, Cosmic Origins, um, he coaches people on XRP. So uh, he can, Jace, if you want to put your website in the comments, uh, guys, you can go over there and Jace can help you out and steer you in the right direction. Uh, but we're going to move on to the next question. Thank you, Jace, by the way. And thanks for bringing that up, actually, Aaron. Um, how okay how come those powerful families reincarnate in their bloodlines who decides that um okay that's i don't actually know <laughs> but we can give you our uh because they like obviously let's just take the presidents for example the presidents have wasn't it like a 12 year old girl who did the research mm -hmm. and tied all presidents except for trump apparently mm -hmm. to the same bloodline they all related on some level, even though it's distant ancestors, it's still that bloodline. It's very much by design. Who decides it? Probably the elites that we don't even know their names. So we have like the royal families. And I think there's families above them that no one actually knows who they are, who are really pulling the strings. And they're making sure that their bloodline stays in power. And it's not it's not like it's more than just a it's not black and white. There's a lot of reasons why they're doing it. And there could be ritual ritualistic reasons i actually don't know but i feel like they're the ones keeping their bloodlines in power and it's for some reason it's important to do their black magic to have their bloodline in a position of power yeah because it, it all goes back to their rituals mm -hmm. I, th I think it has a lot to do with their rituals and keeping their bloodline in power so the black magic works and they they see themselves as a different race it's not working like it used to though but i don't even think they see themselves as humans i think they yeah. they look at us as like well, a they yeah. have different genetics but that's what they think that gives them the <clears throat> divine right to rule us because they are they think they're above us because their genetics are divine but we're all divine that's the thing they so they're <clears throat> you know they they have a little bit more knowledge in us and that's what gives them the edge over us and how they're able to manipulate and and they're working you know there's negative ets above them using them as puppets and and it, that's a whole nother topic right you know but um, but the question is who decides it i think it's uh it's already been decided but it's falling apart now and that's why they're no one just they decide they, exactly yeah, yeah, they, they decide and yeah. if they can keep tricking us into thinking um there's such thing as authority in general that they have power you know it's all a mind game it's all a mind game that we keep buying into it 
we're going to keep creating the reality they want us to create and they want us to think they have power well the second we wake up it's game over that's why they're that's why the you see everything that's happening right now uh is they're desperate to keep us asleep to keep in power and keep the game going because too many people are waking up they're they're losing control so they're trying to throw out i don't know 300 years in the future worth of plans or more all at the same time right all at once all at once yeah world war three get everyone vaxxed get no pandemic started uh you know literally we're seeing everything all at once being thrown at us and that's why there's so much chaos right but it's a it's a great thing because it's forcing them to expose themselves to the sleepers and people are waking up saying like wait a second what the like what's going on here you know um waking up to the fact that they're in a control system rather than just a naturally occurring reality that (laughs) You know that's the psyop so right it's actually a great thing it's waking up people and then it's it's furthering it's speeding up their own demise and our own um awakening to create the reality we actually want to live in rather than feeding into exactly a false matrix they've given us which leads perfectly into the next question thoughts on whether this is a simulation and if so if so do our thoughts really impact the reality or is it all predetermined and agreed to prior to incarnating? Okay, so this is a fun one. I, I think, yes, it is a simulation on some level. We'll get into that. I do think our thoughts create our reality entirely, 100%. And I do think on some level, it's also predetermined and prior to incarnating. So the the Uber prophecy, just going back to that book, they explain how it's a universal law that no matter what planet you incarnate on, you lose your memory. Doesn't, it's not even just earth and that people think it's just earth it doesn't matter it's no matter the, the way they explain it no matter where you incarnate you lose you lose your memory but what you get to do before you incarnate is you get to do like a life review like you get to do the life review at the end you get to review it before you go so and you choose it's kind of like choose your own adventure you pick your parents you pick like situations and jobs and and like w- the amount of karma you want to receive and all this and what your path is and you get to visually see your whole life play out before you ever come here so your soul already knows what's going to happen then when you come here you forget everything and they explain that this is why um this is why deja vu happens because we already know our whole life so when we go to a place and like i've been here before or I've seen this, or I know this person, like we've, we've already actually met him. We've already seen it when we reviewed our whole life before we came. Now that's one example of deja vu. Vega says I'm wrong. Maybe I am. <laughs> this isn't, I mean, guys, like once again, we're not like all the ultimate truth here. Usually discernment. We don't actually know we're exploring this along with you guys, but it's some interesting information. Um, I like how they just say wrong, right? Wrong. Without- like elaborating at all like arnold schwarzenegger on true lies <laughs> wrong yeah he shoots wrong. Him. <laughs> uh it's all right though i okay so going back to the uh simulation i think it, it, it's really hard um it's like an organic simulation the way i like to look at it is a computer's if earth and the universe is like a computer software let's like take the game sims right you get your you have your blank slate you can plant trees, buildings, put people here, whatever. Before you know it, like the game Minecraft, people, somebody in Minecraft actually created a usable computer that they were able to access the internet 
in Minecraft, in the game. So it's like a simulation now that is, is interacting with the real world internet. It's like, so it's, if we can do it, why hasn't it happened already to us? So I feel like instead of uh, clicking a button and putting a tree here and a person there, it's organic. A tree is grown, a mountain is placed, a river is placed. There's like a blueprint, blueprint or a template. And a lot of this comes from the Acoustic Records. We had the, the episode with Aaron Lynn. Uh, she mm -hmm. talks about the blueprinters and the, and the builder race and all the stuff. And all, it all comes down to light codes. So like the light codes and light language that people download and they're speaking and all that stuff is actually the genetic codes is like the computer coding that make up each program and everything as a program, even our emotions, joy, happiness, sadness, anger. Each one has its own set of light codes and everything does a tree river. And I think why everyone's getting this light language right now is because we are the whole system is getting an update and i think the light language is like updating this the coding in our simulation so we can ascend now it sounds i'm not saying it's a computer simulation but it's simulated in the fact that it's it's created intelligently um i don't know if i can explain it any differently than that did you want to add to it no that's that's amazing. Uh, <laughs> you did a good job. Um, but I do think while we are creating our reality, I do think there is at the same time, because some people take that a little too far and it's like, oh, for some people, I don't agree. I like, I don't think, oh, some people, the earth is flat. Some it's round. Some it's something else. Like, I'm sorry, the earth isn't flat. It's, it's a ball. <laughs> maybe it's not perfectly round but it's it's there is space space is not fake there are planets um it's just i've i i looked into the flat earth stuff years ago i tried to prove it right or you know prove the ball wrong and it just doesn't hold does not hold water at all when you actually look into it it's really easy to get swept up in, in youtube videos well, no the flat that. earth doesn't hold water it just runs it off the yeah edge. yeah it goes off the <laughs> edge yeah a spinning ball can't hold water it doesn't make any sense well, and, and when you actually know true physics too it does well that's what they like, what do they call a census reality when enough people agree on something it becomes a reality even though it's not it's like your thoughts create a reality and I, i've heard that but like, in this dimension in the right. third dimension it's not like you know like maybe in a higher dimension where like your thoughts instantaneously yeah you could manifest anything instantaneously like right but in this third dimension in this physical realm we're in no the earth is not flat right there, and that's that's space a, is real planets are real we are on a planet that's a great point because um, there's i don't know i don't want to spend too much time on a flat earth but i've heard like a, a few remote viewers like remote view and say the earth is flat but when you're remote viewing you don't know what you're looking at you don't even know if you're remote viewing this dimension, this dimension. exactly and pe and people i don't know I don't, or if they're i don't know if they consider that well a lot of people say they remote view and you know um actually uh anyways at the end of sorry. the day it doesn't even matter if the earth is flat it's a distraction at the end of the day anyway so stop talking right. about it constantly and arguing about it because you're, right. you're not helping anything all so. right so we're gonna, we're gonna stop next question yeah. anyways um i don't do you put any focus or attention to your life path number uh this is something i'm just recently getting into so uh nope. <laughs> i i have a little bit actually recently but this is very new for me I know a lot of people are into that, but I can't actually uh, chime in on that. Aaron said no. I've heard of it, but 
That's about it. Do you think a nuclear exchange will occur or will the ETs intervene to save us from ourselves? They won't intervene to save us. They'll intervene to save the planet because... Yeah, we just talked about this. Right, we earlier. just talked about this. First of all, everything you see right now in the, in the mainstream media with this, this threats and or these nukes and all this stuff and blah, 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 it is literally fake propaganda. I don't think for a second we're going to have some World War Three nuclear nuclear war wow thank you so thank much you crystal so much. star thank you so much for that we really appreciate that wow thank you um i don't think for a second that's going to happen i think they want everyone to be worried about that and fear it's fear-mongering it keeps everyone in the state of fear they're panicking yeah. their the food shortages are planned everything that you see right now is absolutely they're fear-mongering planned it's yeah. systematic corruption on every level it's designed to keep us in a state of fear. That's why you literally have to break that matrix and create a life that doesn't look like what you see on the news because that's not real life. And most of the time, it's not even real people. <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. Um, They're reading from a script as well. And I mean, if you, if you, if you want to talk about the ETs intervening, you can. Yeah, they've been shutting down the new nuclear facilities for a long time, for decades. And there's proof of that. Um, there's... Uh, what's his name that worked at the one was it in montana somewhere uh can't remember his name at the moment but um he testifies this he tells the story of when it happened and uh he was working there and all the all the whole thing shut down and uh they, they there was nothing they could do so yeah ufos have been seen around these uh, nuclear facilities shutting down for a long time um it's very, very clear to me from the research I've done that they're not, they're not going to allow nukes. They're not going to allow nuclear since the ones, the initial ones, we, you know, obviously Nagasaki and Hiroshima, um, because of multiple reasons, actually, um, even if they didn't care about us or even if they didn't care about the planet being blown up and destroyed, uh, a nuclear explosion does not just affect this dimension it affects other dimensions and it mm -hmm. affects other beings in the in the multiverse massively and they're not going to allow our stupidity and ignorance to to well, you know massively negatively impact yes not just one but many 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 other civilizations and planets and who knows what else so the port so it's not going to happen Right. The portal system that these ETs travel through is the, the cosmic web. Every yeah. every planet is connected by this cosmic web. Anyway, mm -hmm. I, there's artificial portals and there's way, technologies that create portals. There's natural ones, whatever. But there is a connection. It's a literal. So it's an electric universe and there is an electric current running from planet to planet. And it's all connected by what looks like a web. But if there is a nuclear explosion on one planet, it travels through that web and it affects everything on all the surrounding planets. And who knows how far it actually goes out. They will not let that happen. They won't let it happen. And Dolores Cannon's book, The Custodians. Uh oh, we got to get, oh. get rid of the, the spam here. Hang on. Sorry. Yeah, Dolores Cannon talks a lot about that, how they're, they intervene for the uh the nukes well yeah so um, so what i was saying um tyler is hot isn't he <laughs> <laughs> he uh, is hot i agree um 
So anyway, I'm reading a Dolores Cannon book, uh, The Custodians, or was reading it. And they talk about a base here on Earth that that's been here since the creation of the planet. And it's within a mountain that even the governments apparently don't know about. And it's so it's so hidden for a reason, because they claim it's like in its time bubble. It's really weird. It's, mm -hmm. But they claim the ETs that created this space that it is the exact center of our universe. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know if that's true or not. There's no way we can prove it. I mean, I have no that's idea. What, that's what came through. Though. But that's what came through that session. And she said this is one of if not the main reason why a nuclear war cannot take place on this planet, this planet cannot be destroyed mm -hmm. because of its a location. And that's why Earth that's is why it's so special. That's why it's yeah. so special right now. And that's why all of the I mean, who knows at this point how many ET races are here fighting over whatever this planet has to offer. There's mm -hmm. something here more than just a prison planet. It's a beautiful place. Like I know people say this planet sucks. It, the planet's beautiful. The system sucks. Yeah. And, you know, and in us, the human race, there's many. I mean, there's many insiders. Alex Collier talks about the fact that we're genetic royalty. We're considered genetic royalty throughout the universe or at least the galaxy. I, I don't remember which one, but right. probably the universe too, that because we have so many different ET genetics, all we have like 22 or something like that. Yeah. So uh that's a very rare thing apparently in the universe um and we're considered genetic royalty because of that so it's probably you know we're probably being protected for for that for the planet um the, the nuke thing's not going to happen for the reasons i just said the, alone even even taking that out of account um yeah it's just not going to happen uh not saying like war couldn't happen you know and they're trying to what the deep state's trying to do is they're trying to stir up fear. They're trying to keep everyone in fear. So they're more, um, you know, stop, stop the awakening any way they can. And, and so they can come in with a solution because that's what they're always trying to do is right. create a problem, create fear. So everyone begs for a solution and, and accepts whatever they're, they're handed. Right. Oh yes, please take away all of our freedoms and create a one world government that you control and you will keep us safe. So, so yes, please do that. You know, that's what they want. That's what they're trying to do. Absolutely. And they're trying to kill off most of the population as many of us know as well. And so they do want an actual war. Um, well, there, it's not saying that there's not they, going to be battles fought. And yeah. Like, yeah. War is war is inevitable at the end of every dying civilization. And it's, I mean, look back in history, that's what happens. And like, we're at the, we're at a precipice right now where things have to change. There's going to be casualties, no matter how you look at it. Yeah. And it's, there's, it's really interesting to look at COVID as a catalyst instead of actually an attack, mm -hmm. because it's actually in the long run, I think it's going to be go down in history as, as the kicking off the kickoff point for the great awakening. Really? Like, yeah. I feel like it actually is playing a huge role in waking everybody up. But and, and the jab, of course. Right. That and that's another topic. And we can go on topic. and on. But let's go on to some more questions because that's why we're here. Um, end of the day, anything can happen. We could say no, it's not gonna happen, and then you could go off tomorrow. We have no idea, but most likely it's probably not yeah, gonna happen. Then then a lot of people are wrong. And right. Yeah, then we got some is there anything special or paranormal about St. Louis, Missouri, or the people that live in St. Louis? Uh, yeah, I won't spend too much time on this. Absolutely. St. Louis is a UFO hotspot. I think everywhere mm -hmm. at this point is a UFO hotspot. There's a lot of paranormal activity everywhere here in St. Louis. Apparently, there's a lot going on underground here. 
um, that isn't the greatest, but who knows? I think that that's all being cleaned up as well. Uh, so the, yeah, I mean, I've seen stuff here that I can, uh, that would make this a hotspot. I have no idea how else to describe it. I think everywhere right now is a hotspot. Every UFOs are showing up all over the world, especially in Ukraine. And, and it's interesting that they show up over that war, right? Like mm -hmm. they, they're probably not going to, they're, they're there making sure shit doesn't happen or it could have a number of reasons, but yeah. Um, do you guys think the EBS will happen before the midterms? I don't see it happening that soon. I don't either. I know that's that, in like a week. And so. I, I, there's, I, I've heard already October 29th, as soon as there's a date out, what, what have we learned from the past? If you, if you hear a date going by, going by our track record, it's definitely it's already not, wrong. It's definitely not going <laughs> to happen. If you've heard a date, it's already wrong. Right. If, if um, you heard a date, it's already wrong. Now, I, like, I don't even know, likely. I don't even know what's going to happen with the EBS if we're going to get that, if that narrative or timeline is going to play out. I hold space for it because, yeah, it'd be great. And it would be great for everything to pop and we can just get this, you know, going. Um, but I don't think it's going to happen before the midterms. But what do I know? Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen that soon. But and I don't even know if it's going to happen in that way that everyone's expecting it could. And that's obviously like some intel supposedly that's going around. But I don't think anything's set in stone, even if that is a plan. I don't think any plans are set in stone because it's like you said, it's a war. Things are always changing based on what's happening, based on um, it's like a chess game. You right. Know? It's like they make this move. OK, now we're going to do this. Um, so I don't think any I don't think anyone knows what's going to happen and how it's going to happen. Truly. All I know is that we're, the light's winning and. I think very soon, whatever soon means, I think within our all of our lifetimes, basically, uh, we're going to see right. some major, major changes for the positive, and uh, we're going to see the control system fully collapse and uh, become, the planet's going to become something uh, I think none of us have ever seen before it's, or can even imagine. It's going to be unrecognizable, unrecognizable in, the, in a good way. But obviously a big part of that is, yeah, letting people know what's been happening and uh the crimes against humanity that have been happening for so long and uh seeing some of the people responsible uh you know right be held accountable for that obviously that has to happen um if not it, if, and it is happening on some level a lot of these people are taken out and replaced with clones it's, it's happening behind the scenes and yeah so they're taken out yeah. and replaced with clones so i think and i know that sounds crazy and people hate that there's no proof but i'm sorry look at the katie perry thing everybody just saw mm. like we are watching the breakdown of that some of them are guys in masks people right. in masks though, the, as the well. there's a pope video where he rubs his eyes and the, the mask stretches and snaps mm -hmm. back on his face we have Biden's got Biden's the ear melting off see the little tab like uh they're yeah. you know they're doing the whole the whole white house is staged at a freaking movie set on a movie set i mean everything yeah fake white house everything set. is not what we think it is biden isn't even real like he's not yeah. even alive that's anymore. not even joe biden like yeah it's and we still get mad at him and we're like we want to see he, this and that if he i mean he would be a puppet anyway but that's not even joe biden right so you think he's really calling any shots he's he's one thousand percent a puppet of the people above him telling him what to do and say, you know, right. And he can't even say things. Right. So maybe, but maybe they're doing that on purpose, you know, right. everything's, a, everything's a psychological game too. So you always got to be aware of that. Everything that happens, they're trying to psychologically manipulate you emotionally manipulate you in some way. <clears throat> everything happens on the mainstream. I'll say like on the mainstream media, um, 
you know, movies, you know, everything that happens right. from, you know, the, the, all the agendas you see playing out there's there's they're trying to psychologically and emotionally manipulate you in some way. And if you're asleep, that's why they want to keep people asleep because that's when you fall for it. The second you wake up to the fact that that's going on and that there's a, there's agendas playing out from powerful people that don't have your best interests in mind at all. In fact, it could be exact opposite. Then now you're kind of like on guard, like, okay, what's really happening here? And then the spells don't work on you. Well, once you're aware of how a trick work, it loses it power. Loses its power. Yeah, exactly. Right. Now this, now the spells don't work because now you're awake to a certain level at least and that's why they're freaking out because so many people are getting to that level like understanding they're in some kind of system that's trying to manipulate them right just getting to that level is so huge and i think that's that's the downfall of the the start of the downfall of the system and exactly that's why they're so desperate right now so and it's yeah. all it's all fake and everything's coming to light everything right. the ascension that's happening the energies are bringing everything to the surface to be dealt with to be seen you know mm -hmm. so we can make a choice you know all right here we go is Corey good a clone i don't know ask him. i don't know he might be ask him see what he says <laughs> <laughs> uh what are your thoughts on the orlando conference best takeaway uh the best takeaway was connecting with uh people all of our friends and our yes. soul family absolutely that is the best part of every conference um yes the, it, that part hugging people is one of the best things about any conference right hugging people and I'll just i'll just put that out there right uh especially the speakers right exactly i think um i think that the security was way over the top i'm just going to come out and say that and i think it, it made it very uncomfortable it was very timid intense and unnecessary and i think that if you are really on your path and you're doing the real work for the light you're divinely protected and you don't need that security because it sets an example that you're scared. And I feel like uh, it was a completely unnecessary. It actually, it made me stop going in and out of the uh, conference because it was very annoying. No one wanted to be in And there. over top, over yeah. the top. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> completely unnecessary complete, part. I don't even care. wrong by Right. It. Yeah. Just... So, but other than that, the, the people, it was great. It was, we had a lot of uh, great connections. I made some mm -hmm. connections and, uh, possible business opportunity i mean i feel like we're all called to these things for a reason so uh yeah that's that yeah what can you share about the solar flash that people are talking about um they're still talking about that <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i think i don't know i yeah. think that might be another scary event i think that the solar i think it's happening every day with the sun's going crazy uh, thank you, Harley Crystal, thank Harley you. Ray Crystal Shop. Thank you so much. Uh, 100% said about the security. Yes, exactly. Um, I don't know about this. I used to be all in for the solar flash. I was waiting for this event. I gave all of my power away to it. I actually, well, I actually thought people did. I actually thought I had it narrowed down to the day. I was so naive, <laughs> like thinking back on it and nothing happened and everyone was let down and the same thing with all the dates nothing happens everyone's let down that might be by design it's a lesson everyone's getting the chance to learn the lesson to not give their power away and how many times are we going to keep repeating that i do think it's inevitable that the sun is going off and it is affecting our dna and consciousness mm -hmm. and it's there's something very real there 
and we might not get some grand flash that's going to just you know overnight overnight change 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 everything if it happens that way listen i hold space for anything to happen i thought i just freaking hey foil can you get rid of that um tinder whatever spam please thank you um oh i didn't give it a thumbs up thanks for the reminder for (laughs) give our own video uh thumbs up so I don't know. Do you want to add to the solar flash? No, thing? You, you took the words out of my mouth on that. I don't right. think anyone knows. No one knows for sure. It's a continuous energy. Exactly. Um, yeah. I think it's more of, I think it's the Ascension in general is a, is a um, more of a gradual thing. I don't think it makes any sense for it to be this all at once thing. Um, um, there are many solar flashes happening all the time, like you said, um, CMEs and solar flares that Constantly. are, I think, affecting our consciousness and affecting us on an energetic level and probably upgrading our DNA or, uh, or um, activating our DNA, I should say. Uh, and I think that's slowly happening, but it's also person to person, depending on where you're at as well. Um, and I think... Um, and you know, I think that uh, another reason why I think we are, we're already seeing it, but we're going to continue to see a lot of people, um, that aren't ready for where the planet's going, aren't going to be exiting. They already are, you know, but right, they're going to be, they're going to be, uh, however that plays out, you know? Yeah. Essentially everybody's given a choice. Everyone's to, given a choice. They, like the people, if, if they, at this point you don't see it or you see it and you're choosing not to act on it and not change your way of life and participate and be complicit and everything, mm-hmm. you're already made your choice, you know? So yeah. uh, even, even though it's subconscious or not. So I, I don't know, like, obviously it's all speculative and it's hearsay. We don't know, but uh, as far as a big grand flash, I don't see it happening. Um, but that doesn't mean I'm right. I love David Wilcock though. And I know he's big on that. At least he used to be, I don't know if he still is. Um, and he's done a lot of research that seems to point to that. And, um, who knows, maybe that was one timeline. Who knows? Maybe that is a possibility. I don't know, but I love, I still love David Wilcock and somebody asked about that. So that's my answer. Right. He was a huge part of my awakening. I, I, I used to follow him more, but I still do. I love his books. His books are phenomenal. If, if you all haven't read any of David Wilcox's books, I highly recommend, uh, especially the Ascension Mysteries and Awakening and the Dream. His last two are are the best, in my opinion. I would I would definitely get those. Right. And uh, he does a lot of great work. Uh, I don't agree with every single thing he he says or he's um, adamant about <laughs> happening. Right. But you know, no one's perfect, and you know we can disagree and still uh. still highly respect and love one another. And, SSP um, went public five years ago, way, way before way that. before that, actually. Yeah. Corey Good came out before that. Even Randy, Randy Kramer came out before him. Yeah. Right. And then there was another guy in like early 2000s. Oh, really? Um, anyway, uh, let's go on to the next question. Um, Tyler, do you still have weird encounters? Yes. Not as much as I used to, but absolutely. It happens. Um, sometimes good, sometimes amazing, sometimes bad. Uh there's always shit going on here in my house. Ask Aaron. <laughs> yes, uh, there is always. And I'm doing clearings, um, but I don't know. It's uh, it's not just negative. There's some great things. But yeah, it's some weird encounters. And when I do interviews, I talk about that. But if I get into telling those stories now, 
Um, That'll be the whole rest of the time. Right. <laughs> but talking about UFOs, like I, there's been a lot, like I've seen a lot over my house recently this year in particular, I saw a, like a white cigar craft. I seen a disc that was spinning that like put me in some trance. Uh, I seen a TR three B fly over on March 2nd. Uh, so some really interesting things happening. Um, what does 5D Earth look like for you? Um, I think it, I think it's two steps above 3D. <laughs> um, yeah, dad jokes. I don't think I don't know. It's a it's that's a tough one. I think we embody we have the potential right now to embody some of the fifth dimensional energy, right? And mm -hmm. like you hear like a Laura show, one foot in 5D. I actually think that's really great. That's a really great show name because it's true. Like you can't fool, like we're here on mission as humans to have the human experience to play our part and help this planet through this transition, right? But we also, we can like, we can evolve and raise our frequency. So we are tapping into that fifth dimensional energy, that 5D energy, and we can embody that but I don't think we can go fully there while we're still here. So um, what does 5D Earth look like? I don't, I think we can imagine it. I think it's basically um, the golden age, like a, a paradise, to, something that doesn't look, I, something that we're, 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 uh, we're all living in harmony with nature. Mm -hmm. I think each other and nature, each yeah. other and nature. Yeah. And whatever that looks like in your mind, maybe that's what it's going to look and like. And we'd probably be telepathic at that point. And right um tell empathic as because telepathic a lot of people just think of it as oh you can read thoughts well it's way more than that you feel what each other's feeling there's no there's like we're all so much more connected um i mean we're all connected but like um you can sense that connection way more than than is readily available now so think about how things would change just based on that alone like if if uh everyone could feel what everyone else is feeling like you would never want to hurt or well, there's no lying first you would, of all. yeah you, you, you wouldn't be able to lie for one you wouldn't be able to get away with it and you what you do to somebody else immediately you feel it and it affects you immediately like instantaneously right uh so that alone you know like think of think of how the planet is right now now think of it if that was the case like overnight you know things would right immediately changed so but but the problem is is like uh we have to evolve to that point like it can't be done for us you know things otherwise you just take it for granted yeah 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 things there is no safe we're our own saviors we're you know right. there's no we have to uh where we're at is where we're at and like um you know like the being i think all the people that are here that aren't ready for the ship there's going to be you know a shift I don't think it's going to be an overnight thing, but it's going to be, it's going to be happening very rapidly. And I think in our lifetime, the planet's going to turn into something amazing and unrecognizable. And we can't even comprehend at this point. And get rid of the damn travel system. And let's freaking start teleporting. <laughs> and the ones, the ones of us star seeds, you know, that are here for this are going to probably stay or choose to go elsewhere. Or the ones that aren't ready are going to go elsewhere. And, you know, Right. I think there's more and more souls coming in that I mean, are star seeds that obviously we see the kids, you know, being right. born now that they're here, they're here for the shift. They're they're um they're taking gonna, the reins, you know. 
I'm going to jump ahead and take this next question from my girlfriend. Uh, hey, Nat. Uh, what are your thoughts on there being a space program for the light? There are. There are. I absolutely think that is happening. Um, so I think this, you guys heard me, you've all heard me uh, talk about this before. I feel like we have all these whistleblowers coming forward now. Uh, sharing their testimony on this slave program, right? They were all taken and brought into slavery or some sort of super soldier program against their will. Um, there was, it was all MK Ultra, mind control. Everything was done without their consent, even though they kind of had to like half-ass get their consent. You know what I'm talking about? I feel like that's all being exposed because that needs to be healed and cleaned up. So we're hearing about all the dark negative space programs now. And I feel like we're going to get a new wave of whistleblowers if people don't, if people stop suing each other and quit ruining shit. Uh, we're going to get a whole new wave of whistleblowers coming forward talking about these new programs for working for the light and working to help this cleanup process. And it's not this cancer that, that this space program has become. And I, I definitely think, and we already know people are coming forward left and right with memories of being in these programs um i don't nothing's provable but absolutely there's no doubt in my mind that we are going to start hearing about more of a positive space program and i think it exists okay. nope. yeah I, I can't yeah you said it right there well even my even some of my own memories like i'm not saying i've been in i'm a part of any space program or anything but some of them like we're fighting the bad guys it's not like uh, some of these other ones where everyone's a dark fleet pilot or something. You know, they're always for the dark side. So I think it's uh, definitely a positive future as far as disclosure goes, too. We're going to start getting disclosure about some good stuff. Well, it's not bad. I've been hearing the intel that all the dark, that's all being rounded up anyway. All of the uh, dark fleets and all the, you know, the Draco, if you want to go there, like that's, that's all being, there's many benevolent races and, um, helping to clean up both on our planet and out in space. And that includes all, all those dark programs that are everywhere. Uh, Cause they're, they're not just making a mess here. They're making a mess all over the place. And uh, yeah, so it, it, it's a lot mm -hmm. of, a lot of beings are helping to clean that up. And <laughs> Alex Collier, you know, this, I don't know if it's true, but this is what Alex Collier talks about that um, he says, 300 years in the future tyranny shows up in the galaxy and they traced it back to this solar system and specifically our planet and the moon um, where it originated. So they had to basically come back in time, clean it up to not only help us, but help themselves and the whole galaxy. Um, otherwise things would just spiral out of control right. from there. And uh, that makes a lot of sense to me because think about it. If they, if the dark one, and they set up shop in our solar system, they're going to, they're not going to stop. They're going to keep spreading it. And they're already, you know, probably you know, right. we're elsewhere. And they're just going to keep expanding that until the whole galaxy is under their control. And then they're just going to go from there. And then how big of a problem, you know, if you let that spiral out of control, you could be, you know, so I think there's a lot of divine intervention um, mm -hmm. working through, I think there's a lot of divine intervention from, you know, you could say source or higher dimensional beings as well as benevolent ETs. I think there's many layers to, to, to what's happening right. and many, well, 
layers of help that we're getting even the special forces right now that are part of this cleanup process who who clean up these tunnels and all the mess on this planet Mm -hmm. that is a benevolent secret space program essentially yeah i mean exactly it's a it's a more it's i i think there's more advanced versions Mm -hmm. out there but it's for ground level boots on the ground i think it's different levels yeah of course and but it's all right so do you guys feel that the consciousness of Gaia has already moved to New Earth? We kind of covered that already. Um, it's a trans. It's it's this process. We'll say that. Mm-hmm. Tyler, do you still have visitings? I covered that already. Your thoughts on UAP ships being observed now? Only positive. Other truthers say no negative ET ships are allowed right now. I see them daily, usually uh, positive vibes. But one last week felt negative. Your thoughts? I think that some of this information about this this cleanup that's already happened is that is not true. I think it's cleanup is happening. I still think there are uh, there's a lot of cleanup to take place still. Still in the process. It's still in yeah. the process. So I think yes, I think there are unfortunately some negative ETs left. They're in ships underground. I don't think the grays are gone. I don't think the reptilians are cleared out of all, all these bases like we're, uh, we're like we're told. And there's too many experiencers that are still having experiences with these beings to discount that. I know some people out there are saying that, but that doesn't mean that they're right. Um, not everyone has the answers to everything. Thank you so much. Thank you. S Ireland. Thank you so much for that donation. Um, personally, I think both negative positive or... yeah there's both but yeah. i think it's i think it's more positive than negative right and some of it's some of it's earth-based secret military stuff and some of it's actually et as well there's both it's not just one um but uh every single source every single like everything i've seen points to the fact that the light's winning the good the good guys are winning we're winning uh, we're on a very positive timeline so there's literally no reason to fear there's no reason to fear anyway but um the, the the psyop that the deep state that the cabal is trying to still put out there is that basically they want us to think we're all screwed and we might as well just give up power to them you know and and comply you know so right that is the farthest thing from the truth do not for a second believe that um but that doesn't mean everything's already done. Like that's another side up. I think that's, you know, there could be some nefarious things behind that as well. Like, Oh, everything's already done. So just sit back and, you know, yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. Just, and, you know, kind of get you to believe that. Um, so, so what are your thoughts about old blood types? But this is interesting because I've for the longest time, for the longest time, a lot of abductees all had, Oh, blood types. And there was a yeah. th- there was a theory that like so they must have some sort of ET genetics or blood and they're being taken for that reason. Now I believe that we're all ETs that we all came here from all different places in the galaxy mm-hmm. and resided here. And then there was some genetic manipulation. I think there was a whole hodgepodge of things going on. So I think the the O blood type and them being targeted, I think, might be one of these groups like genetic experiments, mm-hmm. and they're pulling those people and whatever whatever is the universal donor think about it exactly exactly Mm -hmm. so i think i think it just might be specific to that experiment that that group was was doing i don't know if that's the right answer but that's uh my opinion um let's get that one 
Thoughts, <laughs> thoughts on I King, mean, anything's possible. Thoughts on King Charles being the Antichrist. Uh, I've heard Obama was the Antichrist. I've heard every. I've heard so many people are the, and everyone's right. everyone's so sure that they're the right. person they think is. You know, right? I I don't. Well, here's what I think. I don't think the Antichrist is a person. Right. Just an energy. It's it's. I think the Antichrist is yeah, it's an energy exactly. I think it's the Antichrist consciousness. You know, energy which is the cabal's energy. And it's interesting about like these royal bloodlines. Like I was saying earlier, like some of these people are being taken out and replaced with clones. And I really like James Caspolt's old interview where he blows the whistle on this and he tells you straight up. I mean, he's a straightforward whistleblower, like him or not. He was very dark, I know, but he had some good information. He said that he was involved in a mission where they took out one of these uh, royal family members. They weren't very well known. And I forgot the name, but he said that his team literally killed this guy and they took the body and everything. And he said the following Monday, he saw the guy in the news. They replaced a clone that they replaced him with a clone that fast. And the public never knew that he was taken out and killed. Yeah. So how many times? Has yeah. That happened? And he, he's like, I that he goes, just to give you an example. That's how fast they don't miss a beat when somebody gets killed or taken they out or waiting, waiting or arrested. In case that happens, I'm sure. Yeah. Multiple, yeah. So, I mean, half of these people right now that we're seeing on TV, the reason they're malfunctioning, the reason they can't, they're whatever, everything's fake. But I think a lot of them aren't even the original body anymore. And I know people go crazy because you can't prove that. Well, you can. People are being cloned. CloneAid is a real website. They had to move their company. They had to move their headquarters out of the United States because it's illegal to clone yeah. here. But you can go to Clone CloneAid's website and submit a form to have you or your pet cloned or a person cloned. They are actually doing it. It seems crazy, but go to that website, check it out. It's already real. It's not even conspiracy anymore. They've been telling us about it for decades in movies. There's been documents released. Go to Bibliotheca Pleiades. There's pages after pages of documents on cloning and how they do it and the different techniques, different groups are using different ways. It's so it's so insane. Like nothing is what we think it is. This is a there is a world within a world. Um, your mm -hmm. appliance warehouse down the street from your house might not actually be <laughs> an appliance warehouse. It might be a secret space program recruiting facility, maybe. Um, or the call center in your hometown. Yes. Um, do you think we'll have a global mass disclosure soon or in our lifetime? Aaron, I'm gonna let you take that one while I use the restroom. Um, in our lifetime, but not until the controllers are fully out of power, not until the control system is fully dismantled and the cleanup is done because, you know, they're not going to disclose unless they know that's cleaned up you know um and uh there's also the factor of the the trauma of the true full disclosure because so much of disclosure is very dark traumatic uh information about what's been going on on this planet for thousands of years and what is uh, the systems that we're involved in, what we've been supporting with our money and energy and uh, other things our whole lives. If full, full disclosure actually came out, um, I think there was a Q post that said most people would be in the hospital. And I think that's true. <laughs> or I think a lot would. Um, I think a lot can handle it, but it's still going to be very disturbing. So I think 
they it's a process and it's um so ultimately yes disclosure is we are disclosure you know we're the ones with the power we're the ones creating um we don't need we don't need a government or any official sources to tell us you know about things we can find out on our own what we need is to stop um unconsciously feeding into this matrix system and raise our consciousness and then the ets will be able to on a mass scale come out in the open but they can't do that when most people are going to be very um upset by that or right. uh, we're are going to be buying in still to the mainstream media telling them that we're being attacked and everyone be afraid and you know they can't have any of the systems in place that we have now for any kind of uh, individual contact is still happening it's been happening for forever and that's still happening and that's getting to what i can tell that's increasing ufo sightings are increasing everything's increasing so what that is that is helping to raise our consciousness and to wake up people to the fact that hey there are other beings here it's not just us so they're doing these things in subtle ways to kind of ease us into the fact first that we're not alone and they're not a threat like like they want us to believe the system wants us to believe um there are ones that are but they've already been here controlling things and they're being cleared out that's a whole nother topic but so uh, yeah anyways like disclosure yes i think in our lifetimes there will be a mass disclosure um i don't know if it will be i don't know if a full full fully everything will ever come out i mean we'd have to get to a certain level for for that to happen on a official scale um, but I think we will get full disclosure of, of ETs, the, thing the is, fact that they're here, they'll right. be able to come in contact with us out in the open, live amongst us, all that. Kind well, of let stuff. me chime in on that. So Share their technology. One of the us. reasons that we can't have the full disclosure like you think is because everything's so compartmentalized and all these yes. and the people who right now have the power that I don't even want to give them power, but the people who are in a position to give us full disclosure, they don't even know the full picture. Yeah. So, so they can't, they, most people it's compartmentalized. Um, Everyone's in a compartment. Everyone thinks, thinks they know everything. Exactly. When there's, and there's piece. so much more above that. And a lot of what they know is disinformation. Yeah. Most likely as well, you know, so, so there you go for that. What Aaron said while I was peeing also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, thoughts on the land Denon Megan Rose feud. Um, don't, just ignore it. It's childish. It's absolute. I mean, it shows you exactly wh where they're at. And there's, yeah. there's one person there that's doing more attacking than the other. And that should tell you everything you need to know that about tell you everything you need them. To know. Yeah. Uh, do you think all the recent UFO sightings are project blue beam or genuine aliens visiting? I both. There, there's probably some blue beam stuff, but I think the vast majority of it's real. Right. I, I think so too. Yeah. What are your thoughts on the new Enki narrative? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I, I'm, I'm just going to come out and say it. Unpopular opinion, and you can unsubscribe from us right now, but I think Elena Denon is wrong, and I think that is a psyop. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think it is a psyop, and I think... There's some... There's some uh... Right. Yeah. Don't get good vibes from, from any of Go them. back to Max Spears and James Caspel when they were talking years ago before all this shit ever happened. Uh, they both said they come from the royal bloodline and they said that their families, the elite royal families, all worshipped Enki or what we would know as Lucifer. 
They, they, they said that in a few interviews and they said Enki is Lucifer. And I don't know. I mean, maybe they're wrong. Maybe they're not. But no matter what the truth is about that, um, anyone that's telling you to, to give your power, like anyone that's making a, uh, any being a, into a savior figure of humanity, which is essentially the vibes they get from that. Um, it's you're giving your power away. You know, it's a psyop to give your power away to a savior outside of you, which is never the truth, you know? So don't ever, no matter what information it is, no matter what the story you're being sold is, do not ever give your power away to anything or anyone outside of you. Right. There is no savior outside of you. Like uh, Robert Earl White said at the you conference. Are it. You guys know Robert Earl White. We had him on our show. We were on his show. Um, uh, he said at the conference, he said, the Anunnaki ain't paying my bills, so why do I care? Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. it doesn't even matter anyway. Exactly. Um, it's just, it's just so many red flags. So many red flags. Um, do you so. think... Do you think the reptiles that work with Antarctic Germans ended up with German accents? <laughs> uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Watch the movie Iron Sky. What does it tell you? Uh, what do you think of Admiral Byrd and Hollow Earth ETs? This is interesting. I think that's very, mm. I think his diary is very real. Uh, it's very real. And I think I like uh, Billy Woodard. He's an old, uh, mm. old inner earth whistleblower. He actually claims to be from inner earth. Uh, but he claims to have been, uh, he was fast-tracked through the military, sent to Area 51. The first thing they gave him was Admiral Byrd's diary. And he was in this office, like how many levels down in Area 51? And there was another person in the room and he was reading it. He's like, is this real? And he's like, absolutely. Like, and the guy was like confirming. And they, so he read the whole diary and then he was eventually taken to Inner Earth. But I think that testimony is real. I think there is Inner Earth um, I think there's the Agartha network is planet wide. I think there's inner earth cities all over the planet. And then there's hollow earth, which is separate from inner earth. It's a whole, uh, we've done a few episodes on it. One of my favorite topics, but uh, I think mm -hmm. it's legit. I think Admiral Bird went down there and, mm -hmm. and uh, Billy Woodard also claims like uh, uh, who, oh my God, I can't think of her name right now. Earhart. What's her first name? Amelia. Amelia Earhart. Uh, whenever she went missing, right? She mm -hmm. went, she's still alive and well and in her. That makes sense. They said, whenever you go there, apparently you stop aging. Um, mm -hmm. appar that, apparently. That as well. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> all right. What else? <laughs> What's your favorite kind of cake? Alexis. Gancito. Gans <laughs> it's a, it's a, Me <laughs> it's a Mexican treat. Aaron actually just bought me some for my birthday. I just gave him one for his birthday. <laughs> it's like a, it's amazing. It's like, like a Twinkie on steroids and it's not high vibe, but, <laughs> but it makes but you, you happy on your birthday. You got to treat yourself <laughs> once in a while. Right. Um, they're, they're super good though. <laughs> is there any media you've seen recently that contains hard disclosures? Um, I mean, there are some disclosures in within the media, especially surrounding UFO, but it's all their way of telling you without telling on themselves. Do they mean media as in movies and shows, though? As I think that might be. Oh, maybe. Media. You know. I mean, yeah, the Halo, yeah, the Halo everything. series is hard disclosure of the SSP Star Trek. I mean, you could ba basically list every movie, even movies that aren't disclosure movies have disclosure. Yeah. I mean, um, if you want to add to it. Yeah, Halo for sure. What was the other one? Um, 
that was a newer show i can't remember at the moment um that v that v series that i just right. told you about i, I haven't the, watched it yet yeah this v series from the early 80s that they also remade later on um talks about negative <laughs> reptilians that come to the planet disguised as humans and trick us into giving our power away to them essentially and they they uh form a one world government and then there's like a resistance to them that's they're, they're the freedom fighters it's like it's literally they're telling you everything that's been happening um and these but except these massive like motherships show up all over the planet and everyone is like wowed by it and do you think um, the expanse stole tony's thunder no because they actually tony talked about a disclosure tony talked about series before the expanse came out mm -hmm. um it's there's there's interesting backstory there when we won't get into it now but um yeah the expanse is a lot of ssp disclosure for sure as well yeah. so is i mean the orville it's like a star, star trek spinoff but there, there's so much great disclosure if you get past the uh woke agenda they're trying to push it's, yeah if you can ignore that um stuff. what's your favorite book um oh I, gosh I, the, one yeah that's that, that's impossible because every book every book plays a different if every book comes to you at a certain point in your life exactly when you need it so i feel like it's in certain books mm -hmm. that i used to love like they were impactful in my younger years but now I've moved on, but there's a lot of great books. The Thea Uber prophecy right now is, oh, yeah. is my favorite, so, but um, bringers of the dawn. Of when the I dawn. first woke up the ancient secret of the flower of life, that's a great one. Mm -hmm. um, there's so I could go on and on and on. There's so many secret journey to plant Serpo. I love that book. You guys have heard me talk mm -hmm. about it a million times. The smoky God. That's an inner earth story. Obviously you guys have heard me talk about a lot of these books. Um, but Aaron reads like 10 books a day. So <laughs> not true. I don't read that much. <laughs> All right. Five. <laughs> oh, just five. Yeah. Um, um, the law of one, I'm a big fan yeah, of the law, law of, of one. one. There's five books in that series. They're amazing. Um, Aaron walks around, like we walk around on our cell phone. Aaron walks around reading books like that. And I'm not joking. <laughs> he will like, it could be a room of 10 people. Sometimes. There could be a room of 10 people all having a loud conversation and Aaron will pick up a book off the coffee table and he'll just be in like deep thought, like reading this book and, and almost like somebody gets in a trance when they're scrolling through their phone. It happens to him with books. <laughs> I walk around outside reading books too. Like people do on their phones. No, I'm just joking. Uh, right. He drives. Yeah. I drive right. with my yeah, books. Right. Uh, somebody said they live was this. Yeah. They live is right. definitely a disclosure. Uh, they knew, um, they knew what was up. Yeah, we already answered the financial stuff. So uh, what will the challenges and antagonism be for humanity in the new earth without oppression? I don't know. Celestine Prophecy, sorry. Somebody said Celestine yes. Prophecy is one of my favorites. That's actually a new well. one. I, I haven't read yet, but I just got it. So um, it's on the list. Have you discovered any abilities since your awakening? Um, not, I mean, I think we're all tapping into abilities right i had nothing mm -hmm. that i could say i'm like i can move things uh, with telekinesis or i can levitate like none of that shit but i feel like as far as real abilities i've noticed is uh really learning how to tap into my intuition learn how to feel uh determined between the vibration that the truth puts out and the vibration that a lie puts out it's a different frequency your body reacts differently uh those are abilities that I think 
everyone should, I think those are the first on the list. If you're even going to move forward, you need to know how to be able to learn what that feels like and how your body responds when you hear information. And whenever you're not in your gut, uh, you're, you're using your mind, right? And your mind can be easily manipulated. And if you're emotional, you can be easily manipulated as well. Um, <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm laughing at one of the comments. Uh, like the Native Americans, all the ancient culture says we have three brains, uh, the, your brain, your heart, and then your gut, but it's backwards. It should start with your gut. Immediately, what your gut tells you is your decision is how all of your decision making process should be done. And then you should, you should proceed with that decision from your heart space, whatever you decide to do, act from the heart space, and then go to your logical 3D brain. And that's like, for logistics, for getting around, for completing the task. It makes your body do what you need to do. And old Native American cultures say that as soon as man started overthinking, that's mm -hmm. where we went wrong. Yep. And you start, because you know, we're not taught. Trapped, trapped in the mind. Yeah, we're trapped in the mind. And, and then it be, and that was done by design because mm -hmm. what we're seeing now is a war on our mind. And they, they've mastered it, unfortunately. And because they've had they've been privy to this knowledge they know us better than we know ourselves and that's why all this black magic and all this shit actually works so effectively is because they know how we they know how we operate um and they know how to manipulate us and trick us into doing things and give our power away and poison us and all that stuff mm -hmm. we're not taught about any of this stuff when we're kids so we just blindly walk into these traps and it's 15 years down the road before before you realize that you've been duped so uh I'm a big, so going back to the books real quick, I'm yeah. a big fan of Greg Braden, big, big fan of Greg Braden. If you guys don't know who he is, check him out. Um, he's written a ton of books. His book, The Divine Matrix is amazing. And his book, his very first book, which I'm trying to look up the title because I can't remember it, is also <clears throat> phenomenal. Highly recommend those books. Uh, what's his first book called? There it is. Uh, Awakening to Zero Point. That's his very first book. It's really, really good. And The Divine Matrix is also amazing. Um, highly recommend those books. Creatures of Joe Dispenza's books are phenomenal if, you, if you've never read his books. Creatures of Habit are easy to control. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. Um, all right. What else do we... Um, I lost where we were at. Oh have, you, oh, have you all met any beings recently in meditation or in dreams? Um, yeah, I mean, I have beings show up a lot. I don't know their names or where they're from. And it's usually it's short. Um, I, I know about nothing. I would say, oh, I had like a Pleiadian visit me last night. Nothing like that. But yeah, they do show up sometimes in meditation and dreams. Yeah. I don't know about you. I get in dreams sometimes. I have never had anything in a meditation. Um, that I've, I've had dreams of being on like crafts with clearly like ETs and being on other planets with ETs, uh, which I'm wondering if they were more than dreams, you know, um, could be past life memories coming through. It could be parallel, you know, could be me going somewhere astrally, who knows, but right. um, I've definitely had some dreams that I know are more than just a dream beings and that, but I've never had anything show up that I know of uh, meditation <laughs> or otherwise um though i think we all have guides and beings interacting with us um all the time right that we 
Um, let's get that one. What, what are your thoughts on there being a space program? Oh, that was way. We, um, have you guys had Ascension? I always have Ascension, Ascension symptoms. symptoms lately. Yeah. Now, this is an interesting topic to me because way back when I first got into this awakening, I joined a page on Facebook called Ascension Symptoms, right? And everyone, so this is something to be careful of because what I noticed in that group is everything that happened to everyone, they automatically wrote it off as an Ascension symptom. Every physical ailment, every headache, everything. And they were like, oh, I'm having all these ascension symptoms. And that's like giving your power away to that because sometimes your body really needs attention and it's not an ascension symptom. And maybe your body's trying to tell you something or show you where you need to heal. And I, I, I see some people just uh, lab, slap that label on everything that's wrong with them right now. And it, it could be the, the case, especially when solar flares are active and heightened and all this energy is coming in. Yeah, our body is physically affected by that and it is physically reacting but at the same time not everything your body is going through is an ascension symptom and it's maybe it's being brought to the surface so you can now it's highlighting that area of you that needs to be healed um so don't just write it off yeah no i mean i'll get like randomly tired yeah. a lot or i'll get the ear ringings a lot the ear ringings for like 10 to 20 seconds at a time i get that a lot i don't know if that's an ascension thing or if that's some people say that's your guides giving you a download or, you know, star family giving, it could be, I don't know. It's something, but um, yeah, it's hard to know what's an ascension symptom and what's not, but I, I do think our bodies are reacting to it constantly. And sometimes it's, you feel it more, you know, um, some people need more sleep now, you know, right. things like that. Um, um, all right. I'm lost where we're at. Uh, what are your opinions on the jab shedding and being intimate with people who are uh, jabbed? Uh, yes and no. <laughs> yes, I do think people that got the jab are constantly shedding, or at least for however long afterwards. Right. Uh, a certain amount of time after they get it, at least. And and I think I've I think I've been affected by it just from being oh, around them. I think right. I probably have too. Uh, I would never be intimate with somebody that is jabbed. It's me personally. No, I mean, I wouldn't, you know, there's ways to, uh, he well, don't, I don't want to like single anyone out who might've gotten it under, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it will, if there are ways I think to, to self heal and yes. detox and reverse it, I don't think there's it's ways to detox. And reverse. I don't think it's ultimate. It's uh, as far as the shedding goes, I like to take it to the next level and, and think about it energetically. Um, so every ingredient in a vaccine uh, has an energy field. We all have our own energy field. Everything has an energy field. And depending on the frequency of it is how far it expands. But essentially, our energy field is five to six feet out from our body. Mm -hmm. So whenever you uh, get a foreign object, foreign ingredients injected into your body, that interacts with your energy field and it becomes your part of your energy field. So Aside from the physical aspect of shedding, I think there's an energetic component by being, um, by be, just by walking near somebody who has the jab, your energy, it affects your energy mm -hmm. field. Yeah. And you start getting some of those symptoms mm -hmm. just energetically. You don't even, and that's why, like, I had to stop going to the gym during that whole period. 
because I, I knew, I knew, I don't know how to explain it, but I knew that I was being affected by that. And I was like, I can't be in public places right now until like it just goes, dies down. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like a lot of us were affected by that. I don't know um, if that resonates with you guys, but I, I definitely think there's something to it. um somebody was saying david ike books are great yes david ike but i'm a big fan of david ike's books i like david ike he was a big part of my awakening and uh his book my favorite book of his is human race get off your knees um which came out about 12 years ago i think it's really really good i mean a lot of his books are great um he has a ton but somebody was saying the trap which i think is his newest one i've heard that one's really good I'm sure it is, but uh, yeah, he has a lot of great books. All right. Um, I'll skip that one. We can't cover that already. Uh, Brad Olson's books too. Right. He has three, his three latest ones are all phenomenal and they're all like encyclopedias. Basically there's do just you, so much in there. Do you guys I know, do you guys know what's happening with the children that got cleared out? There must be so many at this point. Actually, we're going to cover that on our next episode with the uh, whistleblower. Uh, he has some really interesting information about what's going on with that and how that process is uh, how that process is being played out. So we'll get into that in the future. Do you think we will experience med beds in our lifetime? I mean, I think we're already seeing the beginning stages of them. The technology is there, but it's just in different components and mm -hmm. different healing technologies all spread out. And there probably is private companies who have med beds. I definitely think it's possible that we will see them in our lifetime. I think it's already happening. Yeah, that and other technologies that you wouldn't think of as med beds that will be healing as well. Um, everyone gets so focused on the med bed and they, you know, uh, yeah, absolutely. But a lot more than just that as well. I think, um, I think, I think uh, energy healing will become a mainstream thing. You know, once the knowledge of like our own bodies and the nature of the universe starts coming out, you know, we can heal ourselves a lot more way easier than we're led to believe right way way easier. especially once we're stopped being poisoned even from every angle and all that you know? even simple things like grounding so i just yes. watched, i just watched this video uh this girl was like hooking the body up to, to test the electrical uh reaction to when you put your bare feet on the ground how your body reacts to that and instantaneously like a light switch the muscles started to release tension and relax mm -hmm. Literally the second that the barefoot hit the ground, the traps in particular were targeted first. And that's like the cause for a lot of our headaches and, you know, all that tension we hold in our shoulders that instantaneously started to relax that area. And the longer the person uh, sat there, the more it, it relaxed. And then you can mm -hmm. put your hands on the ground. That's why uh, grounding every day is crucial. We are the med beds. Na yes. Natalie said, we are the med. Exactly. We are the med beds. We need to understand our own power and uh um, you know if we're if we if we live in an environment where we're not actually not being poisoned we we understand the knowledge of how to how energy works how our bodies work uh, our own beliefs you know uh letting go of the uh anger we hold on to the trauma we hold on to all those things affect your health so if you're holding on to all these if you're unhealed and you're holding on to all these energies you're, it's going to manifest in the physical and it's probably going to manifest as diseases and cancer, you name it. And right. that's the cause. Dolores Cannon talks about this. Like a lot of the diseases are 
if not all of them are energetic in hundred uh, percent the basis of them that's and you you heal that they go away and that's why her sessions she would the person's uh, higher self would would heal that um, trauma or wounds in the person and then they would be healed after the session right go away exactly so an energetic component like everything and i feel like some of the i've talked about this before um everything has an energetic component especially cancer is is Mm -hmm. uh emotion trapped emotions Mm -hmm. when you're suppressing your emotions they reside i don't know why or where this study comes from but um they end up residing in your organs first and that's why and and it develops cancer because there's no energy flow it's stagnant that's why uh, I've been doing the Qigong, like I said earlier, it gets all that energy flowing and moving out of your body. And I've actually been feeling way better because my physical body, um, th- there's been a, a toll on my physical body in this lifetime. And I think a lot of it was karmic. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of that pain is sometimes agreed upon before we come here to actually drive you and motivate you to heal because and to go on that healing journey. Like I would never, if I didn't have back pain, I would never know that I had a past life that I, I had to, to heal or do uh, address, exactly. you know? Yeah. So it actually forces you, even though like the pain is a catalyst for the growth and it's not necessarily a bad thing. You don't always play the victim to it. And it took me years to get out of that mindset. And I still find myself falling into that mindset because we become addicted to our pain sometimes. Mm-hmm. And that's why maybe you do have a session and you feel amazing afterwards and it's gone. Your body has developed coping mechanisms that auto respond in certain situations. Like me, I would have to bend over a certain way or do something a certain way because of my back pain. And then when your body doesn't have to do that anymore, it almost like throws it off. You don't know what to do. And on a subconscious level, you almost miss playing the victim to that pain because in certain areas of your life, it became an excuse to not have to do things, but by not having to do those things, you're holding yourself back and you're keeping yourself in your comfort zone. It's this whole, it's a psychological trap you can get yourself in. And I overthink things anyway. So that's been the biggest part of my journey is trying to work through that and identify which thoughts are mine and which aren't and understand mm-hmm. what my body's trying to tell me and how to heal from that. And yeah, we are the med beds. Trauma bond with the trauma bond. Exactly. Um, trauma bond with the trauma. Yeah. So it's uh, it's a process and I am I'm a living example of that. Oh, do you think uh, what's it? Did we do this one? Do you think the rulers that be have land that is not on the map and we don't know about? Yes, Aaron. Yes, but it has nothing to do with flat earth. <laughs> right. <laughs> Sorry. That, that's exactly what some people think. Yeah. No ice wall with, in, in, you know, I'm not even going to get into that. No, like Alexia Eisenhower was talking about how they can create, uh, they can trigger volcanoes with lightning and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And some of these storms, we don't know what kind of storms are out at sea half the time. Mm-hmm. And they could be triggering these volcanoes. And what do you do? That's alchemy. You're creating land. You're creating, yeah. if, if it's near the surface eventually like hawaii you're gonna have mm-hmm. islands yeah you're gonna have islands so and th- there's no doubt that there's islands on this planet that are fully cloaked, cloaked. I was just gonna we've say seen that. that in movies mm-hmm. um there's li- just land masses that google earth is never going to show us they might not even be cloaked but it might be the show lost discloses that right cloaked it, island it's a cloaked island that actually moves too it moves too, it, yeah. it moves mm-hmm. uh it's it's a lot there so yeah um what are your thoughts about Jason Sherka and TLS? Interesting. We just had that uh, conversation today. Don't I don't know too much about um, it. 
go ahead i don't know yeah like the the tls guy ray that he um there's definitely some there's a lot he says it's i think is very true and i resonate with there's a lot he says i don't resonate with and there's things he says based on my research is absolutely not true and it's interesting that he seemed he either thinks he, he he's either being told certain things that are blatant disinformation and he's believing or he is putting it out on purpose so i don't know but the majority of what he says is is spot on. Well, the fact say. that he totally discounts Hollow Earth and Inner but there's Earth. some red flags yeah. there. There's some red flags. Yeah. And I don't know what's going on. I love Jason. Jason, I mean, I love he's always putting out a positive message. And I love what he, you know, that he's doing that. TL, he Matthew like, Moyne. He seems like an awesome guy. TLS is highly suspect, in my opinion. But TLS, I'm not um, so sure about. Off the record, yeah, yeah. Uh, talking with our Navy guy, he said that uh, TLS, he knows some of those guys. It's real, but... Uh, it's not as spiritual as you might think. He, you know, they kind of tell themselves that so they can sleep at night. Uh, but he said you don't want to run into those people, uh, whatever that means. Yeah. Take it for what it is. And obviously, we don't give our power away to him either. It's yeah. just information. Yeah. At the end of the day, it's just information. Don't give your power away. Do you relate with the Emerald Tablets? Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Yes. I absolutely. I think there's. I think that's actually one of the key components. I think that's some of the truest history that we have. I don't know if you want to call it history, but I don't know if you want to chime in on that. Uh, yeah, I think it's. I think what you said. I think it's history. I think it's. They wrote it down in tablets, and it gets told to us. Oh, it's myth. You know, of course. Uh, but I think it's true history. I think it's part of our true history that was, uh, you know, it's right there. And if you know how to translate it correctly, you know, right. I think, I think there's different interpretations. Obviously Zechariah Sitchin, uh, you know, there's a controversy there's, there. There's controversy there. And like, who knows if he's, some people think he's a cabal puppet that was used, you know, could to, be to, to wrongfully translate out so. wrong information about it. Yeah. Which is possible, but well, Billy, Billy um, Carson had his book is a translation of the uh, Emerald tablets mm -hmm. to his first book. I mean, he, it's very interesting and he compares it to the Bible. I haven't read it yet, so I don't know all about it, but I've heard him describe the book and it might be a good place to go to learn more about it. Um, do you think, there is anyone on earth that has the full picture that could give real disclosure if they want. No, I don't, no. I don't think so. Any one person, human being, definitely not for sure. Actually it's Aaron and I, guess. Uh, if, if anything, if there were to be any one being, it would not be a human. In my opinion, it would be some kind of, some kind of higher dimensional mm -hmm. being that could be like, Hey, I have all the, you know, they have access to the Akashic records, let's say, and they can just, but I don't think that's ever going to happen for many reasons. Right. Um, um, so no, short answer, no. Right. And like anytime you think you know something, you don't because there's a whole other level. Yeah. There's a whole other level to it. Yes, um, exactly. I don't mean to call this guy out, but I'm going to use him as an example. We had someone reach out to us and uh, told us that, you know, we were wrong in a lot of areas and he, he wanted to fill us in on some blanks. And I said, no, thanks. <laughs> I said, no, thanks. And he proceeded to say, I will tell you that every, every ship that you see in the sky is under my command. And like, so it, listen how silly that sounds when somebody thinks they have the full picture and they have all, like, and know everything yeah. that it's, it's just not, uh, it's the savior complex right. ego. Yeah. It, and, uh, it's just off. Right? It's, it's funny that people can say that 
with a straight face. With a straight face. Yeah. It's like, do you realize how you sound right now? <laughs> right. And like expecting people to buy into it. Some people do, you know, obviously. Um, it's like, nope. Uh, that we are, we kind of covered movies. Um, do vampires exist? Absolutely. Uh, I uh, believe so, but not in the cartoonized version, probably. Well, no, but they, like our, our episode <laughs> with, yeah. Our episode with uh, Lexi Eisenhower with the Royal Bloodline, we kind of talk about how, I mean, these people are vampires in a sense where they're drinking blood. Yeah. Uh, and they, I mean, maybe back in, in ancient times, back in the day, uh, it looked, maybe there were people sucking blood out of each other's neck. I mean, we don't maybe know. They did have the long thing, yeah. Right. Possibly. But, and, and, and absolutely, they could be real, but I think vampires in essence, if you're going to just call them blood suckers, yes. Uh, there that's what the elite do unfortunately and that's the entire yeah. drive behind the human and child trafficking and the adrenochrome ring and the pedophile i mean everything well, a lot of people say the reptilians are, are as well are so vampires you can, you can yeah that as well yeah right they... matthew said yes i've met a true living vampire i mean i've seen people file their teeth down yeah. and embody that energy but um all right, we only have a few more questions left, and then uh, it's we're, we're coming up on two hours. Have so. you ever heard of mud floods? I'm gonna let you take that one. Well, well, yeah, let's go. I'm gonna go. Well, we can cover that, and we'll go back and get the other one. Um, oh, there's more. Yeah, so Michael Tillinger talks about the mud floods a lot, and there's some things that just can't be explained unless they were flash fossilized. If that makes any sense, like it's like flash frozen, but the mud flood. Um, it speeds up the fossilization process. And a lot of the process, a lot of the fossils that we find that aren't actually millions of years old. And that's kind of the theory behind uh, mm -hmm. when the fossilized heart and the organs that they're finding, how is that possible? Because it's organic, like it would just, it would, uh, it's like biodegradable. It would have to be instantly <laughs> It would degrade, yeah. Fossilized. It would have to be uh, yeah. instantly fossilized. Uh, so I think the mud floods, and, and we kind of see evidence of this in, and covered up uh, ancient civilizations that just mm -hmm. seem to be buried in mud. Yeah. And I, I think that if or you flash frozen flash, in Antarctica, there's right. You know, that's a different thing. I so. think if you look into it, uh, mud floods happened. And actually, I watched a video. There are videos of actual mud floods that happen today, not mm -hmm. on a massive scale like that. But once that shit gets going, it covers up if it buries your house, your house is buried like mm -hmm. it's, it's done. Mm -hmm. And if a person's in there, it could, who knows what type of chemical process, what kind of alchemy happens that fossilizes it instantly like that. Um, it's definitely- uh, Do you want to go into Tartaria stuff as well? Or uh, that kinda, I know those kind of go- Well, it, it does. Um, Tartaria, I think is just, and I, I feel like, like the, well, here's the thing. I think- evidence of that. Well, there's evidence that Tartaria in the world fairs alone. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, deep topic and i think we're gonna do a we're gonna do a whole episode on tartaria coming up i think uh in the near future um uh, i think it's a, it's worthy of a full episode definitely yeah um why do some people have so many paranormal experiences while other people don't experience anything outside of the mundane it's i think it's your frequency i think it, i think it's all what you believe in and uh, where you're resonating it at. Mm -hmm. I think certain ships or certain ETs are only visible to people resonating at a certain frequency. Now that mm -hmm. might not be the case for everything. 
maybe sometimes the person you could but me and Aaron could be the exact same frequency and maybe I'll only see something because it was specifically meant for me and they have a way of yep. masking themselves just like I think an AT there's an episode of Stargate SU1 that shows how ETs can this one race can uh, show up in any form they want they can be a tree or a sign or uh, animal or whatever and you would never know you think you're looking at a bird or a deer mm -hmm. but it's actually an et is showing up to you that way mm -hmm. uh, i feel like they cloak themselves in that way and sometimes it's only they can be cloaked to one person but yeah. the next person can there's, see them i was just gonna say there's many many ufo sighting reports and um experiencers that talk about how they were with other people or one or one other person they saw it the other people didn't or some people saw it in the group right. some people didn't and it's right in front so like you know they could they have the ability to to only let themselves be seen um through whoever they want to and they can change your consciousness to put you in a trance they can you know they erase your memory that's where the missing time comes mm -hmm. in there's all kinds of ways um they can uh manipulate the experience right so hundred percent. Yeah. Um, do we know our star origins? I mean, maybe, I mean, I think all of us have a mix of mix genetics. Of multiple, yeah. multiple things. Uh, we might be more prominent in like Arcturian um, or Andromedan or Sirius. As many, I yeah. think we've all had past lives as many different ones, but some of us, I think I've had the majority of the past lives in one. And that's why we identify more with Pleiadian or Arcturian or Syrian or whatever. Um, I've been told I'm Arcturian by two different women. <laughs> so that right. I don't know. So who knows? Who knows? I've also been told Pleiadian. So I'm sure it's multiple, though. I, I don't know. Um, I know all I know is <clears throat> I I'm pretty sure I've spent many lifetimes uh, outside of this planet as as other races, for sure. That's right. all I'm certain of. I just I don't know. I don't have the drive to know like the exact one. It'd be cool to know but it's like i think it comes if it comes into your awareness and, it, and to, it's prevalent yeah. on your mission and you'll know yeah uh like just if like it's relevant for you you'll know just like anything like going going into past lives which that was actually a question from somebody on telegram who couldn't make the live as far as past lives do we have any past life memories um i, I wouldn't say memories but i've had past life regressions where information has come through or past life readings and it's been pretty uh some of it's been has resonated some of it you know maybe mm -hmm. possible i don't know maybe i was a, maybe i was a king you know whatever i don't know but mm -hmm. uh i don't really put too much weight into it i feel like past life information only comes into your awareness if it affects your journey now and sometimes there's like the ancestral uh healing that has to happen so you have to know what happened in the past life so you can see the patterns and then then you can recognize the pattern in your real life and your family now and then you could be the stop you can put a stop to that so you don't pass that on to your generation to the next generation and your offspring mm -hmm. and i feel like uh sometimes we go looking for stuff that isn't really relevant sometimes it could be a distraction sometimes uh, i think it comes into your awareness for a reason because it pertains to your mission um what do you think your job was in the ssp uh no comment i don't have enough information to know that uh anytime i have any type of type of recall it's a very much of a black ops type of mission that's all i can say mm -hmm. um one other thing one other question that came through on telegram what do we or maybe it was early on
what do we think about the war in Iran or Iraq uh, and dealing with the uh, Stargate? I feel like that absolutely had something to do with a Stargate and that it was fought under the guise of whatever it was on the surface. But I think a lot of the wars that we see taking place, um, there's always a galactic or perspective so or a much or, deeper reason or an ET technology mm -hmm. that they're fighting over or whatever type of uh, the land itself, what's under that, what's there, what's buried, who knows? On top of, I think a lot of wars are, are mass energy harvestings of the negative entities, and that's a whole other topic. Uh, and rituals as well. I think wars are like death rituals that the cabal right. manipulates into happening. And but on top of those, re so I think it's multi-layered, I think. And then there's the Stargate stuff and other technologies mm -hmm. that are, that being the reasons for it as well um so many distractions yeah. right so um many yeah. Distractions. yeah and there's so actually many. even one of the episodes of stargate talks about the war being the cover mm -hmm. and talks Date. about it being a war for the stargate and uh, actually i think it's like full disclosure in that show but i am going to be what is this i want to read this jack doubleday 2042 <laughs> i love jack guys by the way jack is Jack's an amazing awesome. is an amazing researcher uh, he, I think, is ahead of his time as far as what he's, what he's talking about as far as um, kind of like what I talked about earlier, how everything's created is like blueprints for our civilization and creation. And a lot of this stuff isn't actually the mountain ranges and stuff. It's not actually natural, but it was created um, by higher intelligence. Mm -hmm. he, he gets into a lot of that stuff. I think it goes over a lot of people's heads because I don't think the masses are quite nearly ready for that yet but what did he say tyler is a coach of a winning the year 2042 tyler is the coach of a winning chicago baseball team composed of species from different planets aaron is the romantic lead in a successful soap opera broadcast to 12 neighboring galaxies yes that sounds amazing that is our that is our true life story <laughs> absolutely i'm down let's do it um guys we've been going for about two hours we're gonna wrap this up now don't forget to grab a ticket for Starseed Adventures Conference in Sedona, Arizona, December 11th through the 16th. Mm -hmm. It's going to be amazing. Liz Laurie puts on great events. She did the one in Florida, Cocoa Beach. Aaron and I were there. It was awesome. Unfortunately, we won't be at this one unless somehow the stars align and I end up there. But uh, right now it's not in the cards. But I know a lot of our friends are going to be speaking there. A lot of our friends are going. Mm -hmm. And there's no doubt it's going to be amazing. It's a great price a lot included starseedadventures.com the link is below in the description get your ticket today don't wait it would make a great christmas gift if or if you want to go with somebody uh do it go for the holiday trip to sedona if you've never been sedona is a powerful place it's magical it's worth going even if there's not a conference um thank you guys all for tuning in thank you guys all for the donations thank you guys we cannot do this without you the only reason we're going live right now is because you guys are tuning in and uh, we just can't, we appreciate, can't show enough gratitude. Mm. Um, you know, we go to, the, we, yeah. we just went to that conference and people walking up to us, thanking us. And I'm like, you know, it's funny. Yeah. We're just sitting here having a conversation. Uh, we we kind of don't realize the impact it has sometimes. And uh, the comments uh, and the comments and the compliments, we appreciate everything, guys, and all your support and all the donations. Uh, did you want to add anything before we no, wrap this up? No, we just, we love you guys. We appreciate you so much. We, yeah. Thank you so much for your support and your love. And um, can't wait to meet more of you in person. Um, right. Hug more of you. 
and uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> hugs yes hugs yes hugs are good um uh don't forget guys we uh navy whistleblower did you want to say we oh we already covered that at the beginning that yes day. yes he's coming back on he is alive he is okay he is he's okay yes. uh, and then the other question was uh are we doing another conference uh we're tossing around some ideas right now uh we'll keep you updated on that um so stay tuned for that and don't forget 20 percent off all of our teespring merchandise this is one of the new t-shirt designs we have so many on there at this point just go browse around that link is below also 20% off with promo code 20 and back. Uh, take advantage of that sale while it lasts, but it's probably going to last forever because Teespring actually raised their prices. I saw that. Yeah. So it's like you have to have a 20% off sale just to make it affordable. So yeah. we're trying to make it as cheap as possible for you guys. Uh, so go grab a t-shirt if you want to support. Uh, now I need to get to the screen so I can end this so I don't look like an idiot when I say goodnight. Um, <laughs> we love you all. We love you. Good night. You and amazing. Um, actually, we will be back with you Sunday evening for a live roundtable for mm -hmm. the second half of the speakers for the Star Seed Adventures Conference. Um, so stay tuned for that. And we will see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night, guys. We love you.